Welcome to the Habits of Success Podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, I'm going to talk about how to switch your state from being in a bad mood to doing what you need to do to be successful. Now, I often when I make these podcasts, I'm often preaching to myself. And this is definitely one of those podcasts. My kids just absolutely drove me through, like, oh, just insane. Like, I was just probably as mad at them as I've ever been, maybe an hour or so ago. So I said, this is a perfect time to make a podcast. Because sometimes in life, our mood isn't where we want it to be to do some work that we need to do. But stuff still needs to be done. And sometimes we can allow those moods to affect our performance negatively. But it's also important to remember that we have the ability to switch our state pretty quickly if we hone in on our feelings and we're honest with ourselves. And the one thing that always makes me think about this is when people are maybe arguing or they're in a fight and someone comes to their house, the doorbell rings, and they're like, snap out of it right they like snap out of that state to go and answer the door now that's the perfect example of switching your state like you are frustrated or angry or bothered by something and you're able to control yourself bring things in a bit to go and answer the door so that you're not screaming at the person who 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 you who is like innocent and just at your door wanting to, you know, ask you something or coming over to your house or whatever the case is. That is a great example of switching your state. Now, what a lot of people would say is, well, you shouldn't switch your state because that's fake. Like, you're being fake. You're in the moment. You're uh, faking like you're okay when you're not. And I, I, I think this is the thing. There, This isn't something you have to do all the time. Like, And it, the only way to do it really well is to actually truly address how you feel and say, hey, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, but you know what? I still got to do this podcast. I'm feeling this way, but there's still work that needs to be done. There's still something that needs to be done that requires me to change that that state of the way I'm feeling. Because I can't tell you the amount of times growing up when I was running track, the kids would skip practice because of something that happened at school that day. Oh, man, this girl made me mad, so I'm not coming to practice. Oh, I'm sad about this, so I'm not coming to practice. And I'm like, you have to use that address it switch that state and still go and do the things that you need to do because here's the truth the way and the things that happen to us in life sometimes we can't even control that we have no control you have no control that someone broke up with you today but what you can do is take that energy and go and have one of the best practices in your life you can take that and you can put that passion into your work and so for me with the example of being mad at my kids was a perfect example to bring one, the realness of my life and what I, I, I go through here. It's not like I'm able to do this because I have the perfect conditions. I have a nanny that takes care of my kids when, no, they're just upstairs. Like they could be out, up there screaming and acting a fool right now. <laughs> and sometimes you may even hear it on the podcast. That's just the reality of my life. And that's okay. That's transparency. That's actually something people can relate to more than perfection. But also it allows, it creates an opportunity to talk on something that's very fresh on my mind because it's like, I can't allow the feelings in that moment to derail what needs to be done. So when people ask me this question, like, you know, are you an emotional person? I'm actually a very emotional person. But I always 
have this caveat. I don't allow my emotions to dictate what gets done. Because sometimes your emotions will lead you astray. The fact that you're feeling sad and sappy will mean, oh, you know, I'm not going to work for this. I'm not going to work this week. And then where does that get you? Next, you know, you lose your job or you lose certain opportunities. And how is that? How is that helpful? That's not doing anything to get you to where you want to go. So one of the keys is the first. Yes, you have to address the place where you are. You have to know, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And then you need to also recognize that there's somewhere that you need to be. There's somewhere else that you emotionally and mentally need to be to produce what you want to produce. So once you know that, then it's about filling in that gap and figuring out what is something that you can do that's constructive to get you to switch that state quickly. And the key is like constructive because I know like some people, for example, they'll go right to eating. It's just an example of a negative thing. You go, well, I'm just going to eat as much food as I can. I'm going to eat junk food. I'm going to eat crap. I'm going to do things that are destructive. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to do drugs. Any of these things are destructive because they're not like sustainable like you don't want to have to say wow every time i'm sad i'm gonna have to eat gummy bears and drink alcohol in order to get better so it's finding constructive ways so sometimes it's like getting on the ground and doing 100 push-ups feeling that and putting your frustrations through those push-ups it's finding those things that help you to cope now for everybody it's going to be different so i'm not even going to sit here and say what is going to be for you because it's literally going to be different for everyone but i know for myself one big thing is stepping away. Another thing that really helps me is being around somebody else that looks up to me. So just to give an example of what happened today, I was really upset upset at my kids. And the there's a young man who I mentor who comes over to my house and we're going through Romans and the Bible together. So when he, he, he comes over at about 10.30 and I, I messaged him like probably 10.31, hoping he didn't leave yet and said, hey, you know, today might, might not be a good day because whatever, whatever. And he, he didn't see it because he was already driving and it was snowing outside. So he's really focusing on driving and not texting. So he gets here. I hear the door open and I'm like, dang, he came. <laughs> and little did I know that it was exactly what I needed because he came. He, you know, played with my kids for a little bit. They were excited to see him. But it also helped me to zone in on, okay, now he's here. I'm feeling this way. But this young man looks up to me, so, and we're going to walk through the word together, which is also going to challenge me and convict me of where I'm wrong. And then, and it was good and it was better. So I always remember that, like, in the moment, you have to get to those things that you often just don't want to do. That's the thing. Because in the moment, I didn't want him to come because I knew that it would force me to be better. And I just wanted to sit in my sulkiness. And sometimes it's okay to do that. But sometimes we also do that for too long. And you have to just have that wisdom to know the difference between when you're in it too long and when it's time to keep it moving. Well, all in all, it is a habit. Like, this is something that we develop from a young age, unfortunately. We have habits centered around how we deal with the emotions that we're feeling. Do we shove them down? Do we act like they're not there at all? Do we just try and stay stoic? Do we let them control us for the next month of our lives? Do we completely break down in tears? Like, whatever it is, right? This is not something new to you. Whether you are aware of it or not, you've been dealing with your emotions and coping with them in a specific way for a long time now. So this is simply about being aware of it and figuring out how to channel those emotions so that you can use it to still be productive. Because I tell you what, it'd be very easy for me to just say, you know what, I'm pissed off. My life didn't go my way. I'm not even doing the podcast this week. 
you know how many times I could have done that? And I and and you know what? Most of you probably wouldn't have even gotten at me about it. You wouldn't even have said, "Oh, this is ridiculous. How could he not?" You'd understood because I've been that consistent. But I also understand that in the long run, consistency is still gonna win. And if you're the type of person that consistently can override what you feel in the moment to do what needs to be done, no one will ever be able to stop you. And I and I, I really did learn this with track because I would see. Like when you come to a workout, you're like, I don't want to do this, but you conquer it anyways. It builds you up and it makes you stronger. It builds character and it helps you to become someone who's actually ready to be successful. So just keep pondering that. Keep thinking about that for yourself. And don't be scared to experiment, right? Try some different things. Do some workouts. Try maybe watching a show and seeing if that helps you. Watching some comedy, even laughing, brings you to a better, whatever it is. Find different things that work for you as long as it's not destructive. You want to stay away from the destructive things that tear you down in the long run. That's what I got for today, y'all. Be easy. Peace.